talk to me, damn it, or else I'm gonna throw you in the fire! You like scary movies. Ghost story and horror film addict. Ooh, scary movie. Welcome to Brookie Night with your favorite uncle and host, Alexis Chainsaw Massacre. Hey y'all, welcome to Boogie Nights. This is your favorite uncle, granddad, and host, Alexis Chainsaw Massacre, joined by the love of my life, Bizarlo. Welcome y'all. Welcome y'all. Good afternoon. It is a chill day in our household. I kind of got the um, whole shut-in look today, and that's probably how it's going to stay. Not really sure if I'm going to bathe or not. It's a good way to be this time of year. Yeah, know? it's just kind of cold and rainy and dreary. It's just like fucking. Yeah. I like it. Oh, and speaking of the rain, water is going to be a huge theme today. It is, indeed. Because we are going to talk to you guys about the night swim today. Every time I see that title, I think of Bob Seger going on a night <laughs> swim. But it does not have that upbeat Bob Seger vibe. It does not have that vibe. <laughs> not at all. But we did go to see it this past week. And because, you know, there's not really a whole lot going on in the world of horror right now. The The year just started. Got to give it time to situate and simmer and whatnot. So we we haven't had a whole lot in the way of the horror to watch. Watch some Gypsy Rose prison confessions uh. and... Rewatching some Shits Creek and Shits Creek, and you know, just giving our brains a hug and letting ourselves kind of hibernate as much as possible. But we did go see the Night Swim, and we went to see it with no expectations. No expectations, and no one in the theater. And uh, yes, it was a private screening for us. Yeah, and for a hot second, I was like, "Oh, I should probably see if it's sold out." First of all, that's a shitty fucking regal. There's nobody ever there. Yeah. I'll, do you do you remember the one time when we were living over there? And I had gotten tickets ahead of the time, and uh, the coked-out uh-huh. manager was like, you never need to buy tickets ahead of time. Don't need to spend the, I think it's 50 cents to reserve a ticket. <laughs> He's like, don't ever do that. <laughs> it will never sell out here. His energy did not match the situation mm-hmm. of the empty theater. Yeah. But that's pretty much, you know, how, that's the whole atmosphere of that place. We were surprised when it opened back up after COVID. We're not sure how it makes any money. They barely have any money to keep the utilities on. I don't know. <laughs> And we're pretty sure that they just waited to start the movie until we got in there. Oh, 100% they did, because we showed up late, because we don't always care for trailers, you know. But we still saw them all. Saw every trailer. (laughs) (laughs) So, there was that. Yeah, neither one of us had really any expectations of the night swim. It looked pretty dumb. But I'm like, well, I guess I could see this going either way. It depends on how much they lean into that dumb. Right, which they didn't, really. No, but we'll, (laughs) we'll get into all that. So... You know, you see the trailer, and it's clear that the pool is haunted and that they're going for the whole fucking Jaws thing. And, you know, not really scary to me. I could see the bottom of a pool, and I'm not really one that goes underwater like a mermaid a whole lot anyway. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just me. So, yeah, the, the trailer just shows people swimming and playing Marco Polo and shit. And getting dragged under. Yeah. Which, yeah, that would be scary. However, I could see the bottom of a pool, provided it's clean. And if there's a dad involved, you bet your ass that pool was clean. (laughs) Dads don't let pools get fucking shitty, in my experiences, anyway. So. That's not how Tom. No. Growing up, my dad was like, did anybody check the fucking alkaline levels in here? And I'm like, I don't even know what alkalinity is. But it is very important to keep a clean pool, apparently. Mind you, we had an above 
ground pool growing up, so not quite the same thing. Yeah, but still got to maintain it and all that. Yeah, sure. Fair amount of work. Yeah. But, you know, what? pool logistics aside, right. you know, nobody wants to hear about how to clean the pool. And I, <laughs> quite frankly, I don't really have any insight into that. <laughs> like, <laughs> thing, yeah. We got a kiddie pool this, <laughs> this past summer at Aldi's, and it was filled with beetles and shit. So, clearly, we don't need to know how to clean a pool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, the nights when we went to see it. Now... Little backstory because we didn't realize this until after we left the movie. It is a short film. It started off life as a as a short film. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense because I think the first what uh put us up to speed on that. I read one of the Rotten Tom- uh, Tomatoes reviews, and it said doesn't quite make it as a feature length film. I'm like as opposed to a short film, and as it turns <laughs> out, it is. So we watched it on YouTube today. It's less than four minutes long. Definitely works out better as a short film. It delivers. Yeah, it, yeah it's effective. Right. Because here's what I'm going to say. You know, sometimes less is more. You don't need a storyline. You don't need a backstory. And I would agree that this is a big case for or, this or one. Or you need a stronger premise to build that around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to have one of, like, it doesn't work to just have, I don't know, float an hour and a half fucking story on... <laughs> Some bullshit that can be done in four minutes. Right. <laughs> the next movie is going to be about a fucking deprivation They're chamber. <laughs> 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 Which, I honestly, I could see that shit getting scary. But, so that's why we're like, okay, it's a short film. So we watched a short film, pretty effective. This is definitely not the first movie where a full-length movie doesn't translate well from a yeah. short film. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Mama or Lights Out. Um, both of those were not, short films. I've seen those the movies, but not the not, not the, the short, short films. films. Short films are definitely way better. Ruckus, don't play with my fucking cord. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to get heated about that, but we've had some audio difficulties, so we don't need the cats trifling with that shit. So the night swim, you know, right away it starts out strong. There's a little girl going to get her sick brother's sailboat out of the pool. You know, that just, like, mysteriously... Was floating around. Yeah, so she's seeing shit that's not there, and then she gets dragged away, and it disappears forever. Or so we think. So that's how the movie starts off. Then you get this family that is looking at real estate, and it's a mom and a dad and two kids... You find out that the dad was a third baseman for the Brewers. <laughs> and right away, I was ready for Arlo to be like, what's his stats? I mean, my, my ears perk. Because <laughs> Arlo's a huge baseball fan. I enjoy, I enjoy baseball. Yeah. So It was funny that was a part of this movie in any way. <laughs> and it didn't make him care anymore about it. <laughs> it didn't, no. <laughs> but you find out that, you know, at least you know at first that this dad is sick. You come to find out that he has MS. And that's what keeps him from playing baseball. Uh-oh. We're going to hear some kitties in the background. Oh, my God. You guys are here. Ah! You guys are here in the podcast really busted out. They're a bunch of fucking assholes. Wow. How many cats live here? There's at least four that I could count. <laughs> but anyway, sorry about, the, sorry about the cats. But so the dad has MS and... He's feeling pretty shitty because he's used to providing for the family and used to having that baseball player fucking money. Yeah, and, baseball money. But you know what? The fa- the mom's all like, oh, well, it's pretty cool that we get to play in our roots and don't have to move around the country for baseball anymore. And he's just like, yeah, I guess. Whatever. So they land on this house. 
that has a big pool in the back. And they take the dad to the doctor. And the doctor's like, well, your MS is actually a lot worse than you thought. Try doing some light exercises. Quit trying to be a fucking hero and just take care of yourself. <laughs> Quit fucking benching a bunch of baseballs, essentially, and doing all the baseball workouts. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we do have a pool now. I can do water therapy. Well, things are going real well for the dad. He's becoming, he's becoming a regular kind of human again. And it's because, you know, the pool is helping him. And... That's the basic premise of the movie. It's helping him, but it's creeping everybody else out. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else is having the same effect of the pool as the dad. And this is very important, I guess. (laughs) So that's the premise of the movie. Now, the movie pretty much met our low expectations as far as it not being very good. But... It was much more amusing than I was anticipating it to be. And than they intended it to be. Yeah. It's, it's a serious... It, I mean, it's like... It's not a tongue-in-cheek, like, uh, silly kind of horror movie about a pool. Right. It's like... It's it aware of... So, yeah. it's, it's not aware of itself in that... Right, yeah. It, it, at least we didn't get that vibe. No, yeah. I, we did go through Rotten Tomatoes before we started this, and I did screenshot a couple because I thought they were fucking funny. So hang on one second. Let me see what's going on here. Okay. So here's the one that we both loved. Horrible story, and the people next to us ruined it all because they were finger blasting and jerking each other <laughs> off. <laughs> we were surprised that Rotten Tomatoes let them post that. Our other reaction was why don't you just move then you don't have to subject yourself to a an hour and a half of finger blasting if you don't want to and that's what arlo said you're like oh yeah if they won't let you join in then you don't have to stay there then you move away and you know what i feel like the night swim was perfect for that activity (laughs) perfect finger blast right as you see the dad you know gaining speed and agility The the jerk-offs also gain speed and agility. It's perfect. It goes hand in hand. So that one was funny. And then this other one. Um, let's see. The movie was really good. I went with a girl that made it better. And that made it better. Of course it did. The ending was sad, but I won't spoil it. I think they should make more movies like this one. Best scary movie I have seen. <laughs> the reason I didn't give it five stars was because it was not a Deadpool movie. <laughs> so, so I really take that guy's opinion into consideration. I, I, and I love how he's like the best, the best horror movie I've seen. He didn't specify of the year of all time that he's ever seen. That he's ever. I mean, he maybe it was his first horror movie ever, but he went with a girl, so it made it all better. Might have been the guy from the first. <laughs> it might have been. He might have been. They're two related reviews. Yeah, he might have been given the Baja finger blast. <laughs> We just we just have no idea. It's only speculation at this point. <laughs> right. We don't know who they are. And we try to guess out the reviewers. There were a couple that were like, went with my girlfriend and we had a great time. I'm like, I'll bet you fucking did. <laughs> bet you cut a little hole at the bottom of that popcorn bin. We caught that vibe. Got, caught that vibe. The one chick was like, the movie was okay, but the popcorn was great. <laughs> like, I'll bet the theater would love to hear that feedback. So those were some positive ones, I guess. Um, you know, a lot of them were like, meh, it was okay. There was a common theme of people wanting to be scared and they weren't. Um, 
And that's the one thing we were talking about. Like, I kind of let go of that expectation a long time ago to go to a movie to be scared. And I think if you let go of that expectation, you might be surprised at how much more you can enjoy something. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because you get desensitized to things. Things you see the 25th time don't hit you the same. As right. <laughs> and especially, you know, with a killer pool. You know, <laughs> it's a real stretch to be good. It's a real stretch. To you be didn't good. really have me from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, there were some reviewers talking about like this is the poor man's Amityville horror, and I'm like, yeah, actually, and there is an Amityville that has like a possessed lamp that goes to somebody's house or some shit. And I, really. I did watch uh, parts of it, but um, so yeah, I could definitely see that comparison. I will say. You know, I, d- I was amused a lot more than I thought I would be. I, because I don't think it was trying to be funny, but it really came off that the way. The baseball dad was not a good actor. He was not, and actually. enjoyable to, like, I barely rooted for him. No. Yeah, and then he ends up being kind of the bad guy. Yeah. Honestly, and we might as well spoil this movie because, and a lot of times I don't, but I don't really think that this one has that much at stake that people are hoping that we don't spoil it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the movie, you know, the dad is getting stronger and stronger. One thing that I thought was hilarious right off the bat and that was a common theme in this movie, none of the characters have any concept of their, um, reach <laughs> and, and how far can I reach without falling over? Which oddly comes up, I know it sounds strange, but it comes up a few times <laughs> yeah, in the movie. Where a character reaches for something. And like, so right at the beginning of the movie when they're looking for the place to live, the dad goes to reach for something in the pool and just completely falls in. And he's like, damn near paralyzed or whatever, so you can't <laughs> like hardly swim to get out of the pool. No. Like, so he's kills just, himself. He's just flailing <laughs> and getting caught in tarps and shit. <laughs> And, mind you, he does have MS, so you could give him a pass. But other characters keep doing this in the movie, too, where they reach for shit and just completely fall <laughs> over. They have no concept of... Well, that's how the daughter meets her boyfriend. He comes up <laughs> and asks her how how long her reach is. Yeah. Because he wants her to try out for the swim team. Yeah, how was so your wingspan? How, how... Like, who writes this dialogue? I don't know. Like, who comes up with that shit? I don't know. It's but I don't think... Fuck. I have never... I can honestly say never ask somebody what their wingspan was. <laughs> and not to mention, like, it doesn't really matter, but you have to have that core control and strength to be able to account for your stability. <laughs> and these people just don't have it. They go to reach for something fucking dumb and just completely wipe out. And this happens more than once. It's a common theme. So th- that was entertaining. And, you know, just some of the dialogue, like you were saying, was so bad at one point, you know, when the mom realizes that the pool is having a negative effect on everyone, including the dad, um, even though it's helping him, it's also, like, possessing him at the same time. She tries to take the family away, and he's like, no, the pool is the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's fucking killing his son. <laughs> right? It's like, well, his life isn't that great right now, anyway. <laughs> he's the, definitely the weakest link out of the family. Yeah, and it's just like... You know, you're surrounded by your wife and children, but the pool is the best thing that ever happened to the you. The pool, yeah. It, it's not a strong... Yeah. yeah. They, they try to build a lot of unnecessary story around it. But yes. The, but it's just not strong enough. No. You don't care. And the one thing that was funny, too, because the dad, his the son, he joins the baseball team. So the dad's helping out with the baseball team and shit. 
the coach is like, hey, man, you want to come swing a couple balls? He strikes out miserably, and, you know, he's shaking his pride and, you know, really taking a big hard hit to his baseball ego. Till finally, the third time he goes to bat, he visualizes the pool and smacks the ball so hard that it breaks and hits of light and stuff. Yeah, it's that fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) The pool is such a source of inspiration and motivation and drive. Which, which, so there are points in the movie like that that make it seem silly, but, but like, the tone that they have set isn't that that's a... It's not to be funny. No, they but... They're just thinking about the pool. And he's like, the dad's just staring at something you pay into his brain, and he's just thinking about the pool. He's standing there <laughs> pitching a tent thinking about the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, there's just... So, this dad in this pool, and at one point, he is possessed by the pool, and they have a pool party. He's playing chicken with these couple other guys, but he takes the kid underwater, and, and like, won't let, he won't let him go. But nobody, there's like 50 people in that pool, and nobody realizes that this is happening. Except it's the kid and his camera on a different level yeah, of the house. It's like, oh, God. For some reason, it never comes up again. The kid has a video camera upstairs taping the pool party. <laughs> but he's, he's not there. He's like, oh, my God. Dad's in the deep end, killing a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he runs out of the house. Yeah, okay. And, and you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. There's literally people two feet from there. The kid runs down from upstairs. <laughs> yeah. So that's another theme with this movie is people are so oblivious to their surroundings. <laughs> if somebody was drowning two feet away from me, I would know. Literally, like, the pool's packed. There's probably 30 people in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, m- mind you, ground pools are a decent size, but not so big that you can't. Know that somebody's drowning right now. Yeah, being held against their will underwater in the deep end. So that was really something. And, you know, there's all these times where the characters think that they see something, there's nothing there, and then they feel like they're getting dragged down. At one point, because you, you know, at first you think the theme of the, the movie is Night Swim, bad. Day swim, good. Yeah, right. And then that's not even the case. The boy goes swimming by himself after the dad's, like, you know, got his newfound pool strength and, like, benching a bunch of weights. He's like, go ahead and swim by yourself. It's fine. So he, they like to dive for coins. Mm-hmm. Dude, it, nobody threw the coins in there, but somebody did, and the kid's all proud of himself. Like, look. But then he realized nobody threw those fucking coins. Yeah, I think that's that was the, the creepiest parts of the movie, you know, like, when they would think they would, they'd be underwater and be looking up and then be looking like someone yeah. standing there. And it's like, you, that's you a fact. Had similar, thi- you know, everyone's been in the pool and like, I've had that know, happen on yeah, land. That's creepy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what that's what the short film did. Yeah, and, and that effectively was, that good. Was the whole thing. <laughs> and that and that yeah, that's creepy. That definitely, if I came from the bottom of the pool and saw nobody there, I'd be like, what the fuck. So that was probably the creepiest thing, and that's, you know, about it. The one chick did feel like she was being drug under. She was playing Marco Polo with her boyfriend. He was being a dick and didn't announce that he was on land, so she was just playing with, you know, the pool ghost. But in my one coworker had brought up that scene in the trailer. He's like, well, they're playing Marco Polo. It looks pretty creepy. I'm like, well, something quickly ruins that. And it may or may not be a Danny DeVito-looking fucking ghost. And... You know, there's all these ghosts around, and at one point, the mom finds out that 
there's been a lot of people going missing in this pool, drowning, just being never found again. They lost their cat. And she brings up, like, this little news spread. So then she she needs to find more out about this pool. The realtor wasn't very forthcoming with her about it. Um, fucking Earl's mom. And she's just like, well, I didn't want to ruin your family time. She said, well, you know, you could have with some <laughs> intel like this. So the mom does some more digging and then finds the lady that used to live there from the beginning scene of the movie where the little girl goes out. And the lady is just weird as fuck. She pretends like she never even had a daughter. She's like, my son is my pride and joy. And she's like, lady, cut the shit. What about your daughter that drowned? So you find out that the pool is like this evil wishing well um, that sacrifices need made. If it's helping somebody, then it needs to take a life. So with this lady's case, her sickly son that her little girl went to go get the boat for the water helped the sickly son. And now he's like a fucking diplomat scholar, dude, but the fucking daughter died. And so the mom gets all scared. She's like, fuck, who's the weakest, weakest link in my family. Pretty sure it's my son. Cause he just stands behind his fucking video camera. It doesn't actually play baseball. So she goes to attend to that shit real quick. Meanwhile, this lady has like oozing black water from her eyes. And yeah, yeah she was, yeah and so and then from that point on though all the water in the movie is doing strange shit like <laughs> oh a glass of water gets knocked over and it's moving all around all weird it's like water water so because we are spoiling this because fuck it why not so at the end you know the dad's in like full on i was gonna say johnny cash mode jesus christ um jack nicholson mode um where he's you know god gonna kill my family and everyone's scared. Like he doesn't want to save the little boy that's already fallen in the pool. No, he's like, this water's for me. I am the water. <laughs> and so they beat the sense out, you know, beat the shit out of the dad. And then so the pool spirit exits him and then realizes like, oh, shit, my little boy's dying. So they try saving the little boy. And he's like, well, guys, I guess it's over. So he sacrifices himself to the pool. And... So I don't know if that's what people were talking about. They found that sad. sad. I'm like, I didn't feel enough attachment to any of the no, characters. Not, yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. I was like, okay. I'm not going to cry over spilt water, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the dad... It was entertaining. It was. And the dad sacrifices himself. So at the end of the movie, they're like, should we move? And they, they come <laughs> to the conclusion, no, because... It'll just happen to somebody else. So they just show a backhoe at the end, covering the pool with some dirt, and the family's all just standing around. What's the best part of that? No sequel. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. I'm sure they'll find something. They'll be like, so there was a, a puddle started by a birdbath that got knocked over, and all of a sudden the pool rebuilt itself. It'll be something fucking stupid like that. They, they, they can't find a sequel. But... Yes, yeah, so that was the movie, essentially. You know, we were thinking maybe they're going to take the whole... The pool was built on an Indian burial ground angle. They didn't, but the wishing well, I think, was close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... I think it could have... I don't think it ever could have been great. I think it no. could have been better. Sure. But... Yeah, it, it is what it was. It was. We laughed a lot. Yeah, we had fun, you know. And we probably laughed more out loud and talked... We didn't talk a ton, but it, it being the only ones in the theater, yeah, it was a little different experience. I I didn't have to contain my <laughs> anything, <laughs> and 
you know, and we didn't have people's finger blasting experiences changing. Yeah, we were the only ones finger blasting. <laughs> I, I should have been, god damn it. <laughs> that, you know, movies that aren't worth paying all of your attention to, that's probably the best time to do all that. Yeah, so... All in all, you know, we talked about it. It's like, probably don't go waste your money. The only reason we went is because we had the movie pass. But it, I would say definitely wait till it comes out to stream. But if if you just want to be entertained and not really have a lot of expectations, yeah, it's a fun watch. Yeah, just go low. Yeah. Just go in low. Go, you'll, yeah. You'll be all right. <laughs> don't, don't go into it with the expectation that you're never going to want to swim again. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not that deep. But um, the one thing I was going to say that just escaped my mind. Um, oh, yeah. Blumhouse. They're the ones that did that. And they've done Megan. They did Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. They've done a bunch of shit. Not all their movies hit the same. But they're all mainstream, so they all get put in the theater. James Wan, I guess, had something to do with this movie. Didn't really get a lot of his flair. No Final Destination. No, he didn't do Final Destination, but he did a lot of other shit. So, and actually, we did just watch Five Nights at Freddy's a couple nights ago. And all in all, I was kind of bored. And the one parallel I think that Five Nights at Freddy's in this movie has is that there's way too much story Sometimes more story doesn't make things better. It just convolutes it. We just want to see the action. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. It's like Godzilla. I want as much Godzilla as possible. I don't really care about the people's lives as much. Yeah. It's less about that and more about the visual story. Exactly. It's, it's being told. And with the, with the Night Swim trying to make it all about this fucking wishing well pool and all this shit. Yeah, it was, we didn't need it. We, I don't care. With Five Nights at Freddy's, I don't care about, you know, this whole custody battle. I just want to see the animatronics. <laughs> like, just get, cut the shit and get to the point. Too so expose. Right. I, you know what? And all in all, the guy's right. It wasn't a Deadpool movie. <laughs> Am I okay with that? Yeah, I don't really care about Deadpool, but some people, that's all they want, and you gotta give the people what they want. Yep. There's an audience for just about everything. Sure. And, you know, and, we'll, and we're here for it. We'll watch pretty much anything. But is it, you know, is it gonna be an Oscar nod for next year? No. <laughs> probably not. It probably, <laughs> chances are better that nobody will remember it next year. And whenever we do our end of the year podcast, we'll be like, oh yeah, the Night Swim, huh? The Night Swim. So, that was Night Swim. That Lisa Frankenstein movie's coming out next month, which I don't know anything about. The posters look cool. The posters look cool. And it looks like kind of a teen, kind of coming of age type of uh-huh. uh, horror movie. So, I'm cool with that. I think that's what we have the most immediately. We saw that trailer for that imaginary movie with the teddy bear. That's also going to be a Blumhouse movie that also looks fucking stupid. It does look stupid. But we'll see it. Yeah. I do want to share one quick thing that uh, when Gus and Julia were here last night, I was telling her about this movie and its hilarious parts. And the pool <laughs> the pool being the best thing that ever happened to me. We were talking about remaking that movie, but 
with just a dad, and it's not an in-ground pool. It's like one of those shitty blow-up ones that's above ground. And he's just sitting in there with a beer and, like, constantly checking the fucking pH balances and stuff and has a smoky-ass fire going. And he's saying the pool's the best thing that ever happened to him as it's kind of deflating and just not holding any. So, like, we could definitely up that. You know, sometimes things need to walk so other movies can run. And, oh, <laughs> I think a divorced dad in a blow-up pool might be a really good movie. Nice. So, nice. we'll see. If anybody wants to finance that, let me know. I just need a pool budget. Um, we have, you know, a kiddie pool, but we need something a little bit grander. And maybe, you know, beetles and shit will fall in it. But, anyway. So, do you have any last words for this, babe? Uh, no, I think I've said uh, everything I got. Yeah, so check out the Night Swim or don't. We don't really care. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would just say just don't pay for it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Rip it off if you can. The, in, in this economy, you might need money for, I don't know. Yeah, save your money. For, some black and mild or for something. For bread or something. So for bread, black and mild, what have you. All, yeah, whatever. So everybody, stay safe. Stay spooky. Peace. Peace out, y'all.